0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. I'm Aaron. And we're back today to talk about 12 Days of Christmas, where every day leading up to Christmas, we talk about a film that takes place at Christmas time. And today's movie is The Muppet Christmas Carol. And Aaron, take it away. Ah!
1: <laughs> Uh, The Muppet Christmas Carol is exactly what you would think from the title. It is a version of Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol, the timeless Christmas classic uh, populated with Muppets instead of live-action actors. Uh, This version stars Michael Caine as Ebenezer Scrooge, um, and it's it's this Christmas Carol story. Uh, He's visited by three spirits that are going to, through the course of the evening, show him the meaning of Christmas. Um, all the other characters, for the most part, are all Muppets.
2: <laughs> um, I'm a big Muppets fan, I always have been, and but for some reason hadn't seen this movie until we watched it uh, for this podcast, and I'm glad we did because I thought it was quite good. And one thing that I really appreciate about it is that it, you know, it it makes a very kid friendly introduction to a Christmas Carol. But um, it really stays true to the story, the source material. I mean, it's all here, and I really like that about it. Um, and it doesn't, you know, condescend or simplify things. the The moral, uh, the moral lessons are all here. And um, I thought Michael C- Michael Caine was really quite excellent as Ebenezer Scrooge, and you know, I loved the Muppets, and I loved um, just you know seeing the little cameos that all the the individual Muppets make throughout the movie. I loved that it was narrated by uh, Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat, which just happened to be two of my very favorite Muppets. And um, yeah, it, it managed to be funny. Um, the song, if I had one nitpick, I think maybe the the songs are not quite up to par. They were written by. Was this Paul Williams? Is yeah, that right? Paul, Paul Williams. Williams, who of course wrote Rainbow Connection. There are no, there are no songs that that reach the level of a Rainbow Connection here. These are all kind of, kind of forgettable. But um, yeah. yeah, other other than that, I thought it was all very well done. Yeah, since we're talking about Paul Williams, real, real
0: quick, I just got to give a shout out. I love Paul Williams. He's talented, uh, uh, music writer, and mm-hmm. uh, you know wrote the songs for uh, most of the songs anyway for the Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he appears in a scene in Baby Driver, and he has uh, produced music for Daft Punk. So he's really quite multi talented. Yeah. Multi-talented. yeah. Um, but you're right. Nothing in this <laughs> is. These songs are all fine. Yeah. But none of them are particularly memorable. Um, that said, I quite enjoyed this. I had never seen it before either. Um, the first thing I noticed about this movie when it opens up right is um, the cinematography. I mean, this movie looks good. Um, cinematographer is John Finner. I, 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 but I mean, it's, I don't know what I was expecting, but I mean, it, it just looked it looks it's a good looking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, later on as the movie progresses, kind of with the, the arrival of the three different spirits, you know, um, the special effects are a little dodgy, <laughs> but, uh, they're all, they're serviceable. Um, but the, 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 this movie has a good heart and, and the Muppets are, you know, this is two years after the death of Jim Henson. Um, and they're are going strong here. Um, I do like uh, Gonzo and Rizzo as the, the narrators. They have a. At first, I was worried I'd be annoyed by their little shtick, mm-hmm. but they actually are quite quite charming in there and when they appear. Um, I love Michael Caine. He's he's great <laughs> in this. Um, I was reminded. So I've um, heard and watched. So I've heard um, Orson Welles used to do um, used to host. I should say. Uh, an annual version of A Christmas Carol on the radio that starred Lionel Barrymore um, back in the day. So I've heard that many times. I've seen many adaptations of A Christmas Carol. And even the one with Alistair Sim, which was my favorite, a lot of the lines you know, that are spoken or written are written, are straight out of the novel and they're very Dickensian. Mm-hmm. And when you hear them in more modern day, um, they sound a little stilted. This was like the first time that I felt these lines sounded natural.
2: Interesting.
0: And it reminded me a lot of Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, which, you know, again, Shakespeare is obviously something that I think everybody should should, should experience. But, again, that language can particularly sound stilted. Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, something about how he, his version there, uh, the actors just made those words roll off their tongue naturally. Mm. Um, I felt the same way with... uh, with Michael Caine and his version of Scrooge in this one. Yeah, how about you, Aaron? What'd you think?
1: Um, I well, I'm going to agree with Ashley, but I'm going to take it one step further because my love for the Muppets has no boundaries, <laughs> and I do mean no boundaries. <laughs> I was I grew up on the Muppet Show, watching the Muppet Show. A large part of my sense of humor um, comes from that sort of vaudeville kind of. Feel that that TV show had The Muppet movie was one of my favorite movies When I was a kid um, I really I really love this movie And when it came out You know as an adult in my 40s I, I really love this movie But it's it's a very emotional movie For me in general Because when it came out um, It was right after Jim Henson had passed away And I Even at you know How old was I? 14, maybe 15. I was very nervous about what the Muppets were going to be without Jim Henson. And, you know, okay, Kermit sounds a little weird. (laughs) It sounds a little (laughs) different than than he used to. Um, With that said, Brian's gotten better at doing Kermit over the years. Uh, So I'm, I'm very nostalgic about the movie in general because the movie really perfectly hits all the Muppet chords really, really well even without Jim. And so Jim's spirit, which is a strange thing to say in A Christmas Carol, but Jim's spirit lingers (laughs) over over the movie. And I think what's interesting, you both have mentioned the music. Um, I think part of why this music feels different than other movies is that Jim and Paul wrote together. And so this is the first time that Paul's working without the influence of Jim Henson, without the the partnership of Jim Henson. Um, I think... And I I, I agree. I I think uh, Michael Caine is one of the best Ebenezer Scrooge's in film. Um, You mentioned Alistair Sims. I'm going to go with George C. Scott. I love George C. Scott as uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Um, But Michael Caine is up there with them. And I think, you know, from years of watching the Muppet show um, and the, the Muppet movies, I think the best episodes of the Muppet show or the best guest stars, I think, the best celebrities on the Muppet show were ones that treated the Muppets like they were real people. They didn't, you know, it wasn't a guy on stage with a bunch of puppets. He treated them like they were all real people. And Michael Caine pulls that off really, really well. Um, It it just, it it, it doesn't feel like a guy in with the other, with other puppets. Mm -hmm. With that said, there is a sequence in the movie it's, it's, it's the big love song. Ebenezer Scrooge is singing about the past girlfriend. And that s- sequence, you know, it's like, it kind of goes, it sort of feels a little bit like there's just not enough Muppets here. There's too much Michael Caine and not enough Muppets. <laughs> <I think. laughs> but, you know, with that said, I, I think, you know, we, the, 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 the move to cast Ebenezer Scrooge as a human was inspired. And then to cast him as Michael Caine was even more inspired. Um, if I rank Christmas movies, this one is way up there for me as a, as a favorite that gets watched every year um, a couple times every Christmas. I really love this movie.
0: Hmm. Wow. Well, I'm glad I finally got the chance to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy it quite a bit myself.
2: Yeah, and I agree that Michael Caine was an inspired casting, and I really loved some of the the casting of the Muppets—I mean, um, Statler and Waldorf as the Marley ghosts—was was.
1: was pretty I was going to bring that up because you had talked about uh, how it doesn't pander to kids, and, yeah. And w- which I, I agree with, but there's also some jokes in there that little kids aren't going to get, right? Like Bob Marley, Robert Marley, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
2: there's all well. I feel like that's always the case with Muppet movies, right? They're yeah. kids may be the t- target audience, but there's always humor there for the, for the adults, and <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, what do you give it out of ten, Ashley? Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. All right. Uh, Aaron?
1: I'd give it an 8.5. That's
0: actually my score, too, 8.5. Uh, so our score is an 8.3, and it is on the tomato meter. It has a critic score certified fresh of 76% and an audience score of 85%. I definitely think it's worth checking out.
2: For sure. All thanks, right.
0: Thanks for listening. Thank you.
1: Thank you.